There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistlebury Road, Hamilton. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Motability offers from nil advance payment. Visit MacklinMotors.com for more info. Let's go. Good evening and welcome to another week of the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Paul Cooney here and with me, the legend, Barry Ferguson. Barry, good evening. How you doing, Paul? Great, thank you. You? I've been better. Um, my, my back, my bottom yeah. of my back's um, a bit sore. Uh, I went down to watch my son playing on Saturday and it was a, a long drive down and a long drive back up, so it's got my back, so um, I'm out I'm out for a couple of days. So I'm sure you'll recover quickly, Barry, because there was a win for your son. At the moment in the World Cup, mm-hmm. Japan won one with Croatia. Dyson Maeda scored in the first half for Japan and then it was Perisic who equalised for Croatia and there's a few old firm players on as it goes into extra time. Yeah, as you just say there, Maeda... Great finish from him and you've got Juranovic obviously playing. He's played really well, uh, let's be honest. Um, he's played every single game and Barisic has come in for his first game. So, yeah, it was a game that I'm sure a lot of people will be interested in um, because of the, the old firm players that are playing there. Who's going through a wonder? Modric, we thought, you know, they've got such a great record for Japan. This is phenomenal though. They could get into the last eight. Yeah, it is, but listen, Japan have got really yeah. good players. Mm-hmm. I mean, we found that out when Postacoglu obviously brought over the, the Japanese players to the, the Scottish game. And let's be honest, I think everyone didn't know much about them, but listen, they've showed that they're, they're real quality players there. And not surprised um, they're at this, this stage and they're, they're taking Croatia right to the very end. But for me, I would love to see Croatia for a simple fact as... Modric in the middle of the park Paul he's he's just an absolute joy to watch he certainly is so too is Jude Bellingham we'll speak about him in a moment or two in the next hour we'll hear a little bit from Michael Beale we'll get Barry's thoughts on what's happening with Rangers you know we're only one week and three days away from the re-kick-off of the season that's going to be a week on Thursday suddenly it's looming Rangers against Hebs and then on Saturday it's Aberdeen against Celtic Croatia making some substitutions tonight though Brazil against South Korea and what about England last night you said at the beginning watch out for England um, they played really well against Senegal yeah the first 30-35 mm. minutes I thought it was pretty even um, Senegal had a couple of chances Pickford made some some great saves um, but once um, England got that that first goal, um, they, they just went on to, to dominate it. Um, some top performances, but the guy that you mentioned there, Beng- Bellingham, in, in the middle of the pitch for, for England, what a phenomenal football player. And for to, to go and play at that level uh, on that stage at his age, 19 years of age, um, just a, a joy to watch, Paul. He's got everything, he's powerful, he's, he's athletic, he can pass, he can tackle. He can score. Um, and what, what I love about him is when you look at a midfielder, a lot of people say, oh, is he a holding midfielder? Or is he an attack-minded midfielder? He can play anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Um, but just watching him, um, he just grew and grew. And don't be surprised if some of the, the biggest clubs in the world are, are going to be trying to, 
to um, snap him up in January, if not certainly in the summer. So he was at Birmingham, wasn't he? One of your old yeah, clubs. And yeah. then he surprised people not going to Manchester, United or City. He went to Germany. Yeah, um, it probably was a surprise. I'm sure there was a lot of English clubs desperate to sign him, but he, he chose to go to Dortmund. Um, and they've got a, a great track record. They're bringing through young players. And he's went there over the last three um, years. And he's just grew and grew into become a, a top footballer, um, as I said. But I think they'll struggle, Paul, mm-hmm. to hold on to him um, in January, certainly um, in the summer. But as I said, he's always stood out for me, but I thought last night he was just head and shoulders above everybody on the pitch. I wonder how much he'll go for. Is he coming to Ibrox? <laughs> I'm tongue-in-cheek. <laughs> Scotland, we know that. Rangers and Celtic are not in that. I mean, how much do you think he would be? I mean, what you find with these players in these clubs that they've always got a, um, a clause in their contract... Um, certainly you, you look at Haaland mm-hmm. going to Manchester City and I think that surprised a lot of people 51 million um, I mean he, what was he worth if it was a, a an open market yeah. yeah it's an absolute steal so it'll be interesting to see what valuation is on um, Bellingham but they're going to struggle to hold on to him as I said Paul he's just a proper football player he's got everything everything in the locker um, and he's just going to get better and better as he gets older throw in for Croatia and it's taken by Juranovic Josep into the box chance there for Croatia and of course Modric who is a model professional one of the greatest he's just gone off but he's played well 90 what 4 minutes plus 8 minutes there that's over 100 minutes of football and he's what 37-38 yeah and we've seen it when he came to um, Celtic Park with Real yeah. Madrid he absolutely ran the show certainly in the, the second half I mean it's just a credit to how he looks after himself 37 years of age um, he can play that length of time he's played every game for Croatia um, but I, I would love to see Croatia go through and, and a player like Modric reach the, the latter stages of the of the tournament and you're also saying that because there's Borna Barisic on the ball so we had Juranovic a moment ago on the other side of the field there's Barisic long throwing into the box Croatia pressing you'd expect them still to win I think Barry wouldn't you or too tight to call. Yeah, it's it's been a tight game. Listen, it's been pretty even, Paul. As I says, the, the Japanese. I'm sure they would have surprised a lot of people, but as I said, seeing the, the Japanese players come over here to Scotland and seeing the quality that they have brought to our game, I'm not surprised that at this level and they're taking Croatia um, all the way here. Back here in Planet Scotland Football, let's look at um, some of the stories uh, during the rounds. Celtic have been in the transfer market, as we know, over the last few days last week. And they've got Peter Lowell as the new non-executive chairman. He takes over on the 1st of January from Ian Bankier. But what's happening on the field? Rangers fans, what a couple of weeks. It's only two weeks since Giovanni was told uh, the show is over and he's gone. Michael Beale in charge now and his first big media conference the other day and I want to ask you Barry he said these are his goals we need to win 56 as soon as possible we need to improve our cup record which obviously we slightly improved last year by winning the Scottish Cup and we need we need to we need to improve the identity on the pitch that's what I feel uh, that's what the group of players feel as well and I think at the moment one or two players value is probably not the reality of what it was six or eight months ago that's damaging to the players the football club and to the staff so we have to improve that you know all the players in the building they've got a lot of responsibility as well towards their own careers so it's my job to uphold them to that and my job's to try and get the best out of them and getting the best out of the individual will make a stronger team and a stronger Rangers and I'm excited to uh, get working with the boys What do you make of it Barry? He's saying all the, the right mm. things Paul um, no doubt about that um, look at a club like Rangers are expected to 
to um, win trophies every single season. It's been a, di- a difficult start to the season, no doubt about it. Being nine points behind Celtic at this stage, for me, is not, not good enough. Um, he mentioned one or two players' value, transfer value has went down um, quite a bit. But again, that's with letting them, for me, go into the, the final year of the contract. Um, I, I think that's a mistake. Um, no doubt in my mind about that. So listen, time will tell, but he's saying all the right things. I, I said he's, for me, he was the number one choice because he's been at the club for three seasons, obviously under Stephen Gerrard as a coach, but the word in the street was he was an excellent coach. He knows the game inside out. So I'm really looking forward to next Thursday to see what... Um, team he sends out what way they're going to be playing obviously we're going to get a bit of that on Saturday against Leverkusen but listen that's a friendly game the most important thing for me is next Thursday night they, they can fly out the traps and make sure they get three points and a, a top performance One of the headlines about the new manager was he was quoted as saying he thought his squad was as strong as Celtic Well I don't think the league lies listen Celtic are the stronger team at this moment in time Um if you look at a league table, they're nine points clear. Look, Rangers' performances um, and the individual performance levels haven't been good enough, Paul. Um, so I, I think Rangers have still got really good players. Um, maybe the change of manager might um, give them a that boost that they, they need. Um, but as I said, look, it's all right saying all these things, but time will tell. Um, but I do believe that Michael Beale um, was the right choice. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what, what kind of team that he sends out in terms of what way they're going to play going forward I mean he used a um, he says that he's going to let the hand break off mm-hmm. sure that's what the Rangers fans want to hear that tells me that he's going to be really attack minded because Rangers have got attack minded players so I, I'm looking forward to it as I said and next Thursday for me can't come quick enough Here's what he said about the style of play. I think he's got to be on the front foot. We have to play like the big team. So we have to we have to take the ball and we have to play on the front foot and we've got to be exciting to uh, to watch. I think the first thing is it, it's got to be exciting to play in on a daily basis. It's got to be about this group now. This group's slightly different to when I was previously here. We've got to take the ball and we've got to go and attack. I would like to see us run forward a little bit more off the ball and play a little bit closer together. Um, so look, I'm really excited to work with the group. I think the squad is really strong and I think we'll, we'll see a, a little variety. I'm not going to sit here now, Josh, and give you everything on my third or fourth day. I think the, the fans should look forward to see the team play on the 15th of December. Over the weekend, some of the briefing was from Ross Wilson saying and defending the signing and selling policy of Rangers, um, but it didn't quite chime with what many of the Rangers fans feel. It's just not been good enough recently. Well, in my opinion, it hasn't. Listen, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Sure. Ross Wilson obviously thinks it's been good. Um, I, I disagree with that. I, I go back to January, Diallo coming, never really done much. Um, Ramsey coming in, there was a lot of excitement, but never really done done much. And then you look at the recruitment in the summer. Um, for me, probably, Sholak's the, the main one. You can let Lawrence off. We obviously having an injury, Suter get injured at the, in the first game of the, of the season, but I don't think we've seen enough of guys like Yilmaz, Matondo, Tillman even. Mm-hmm. Um, so look, I, I do think the recruitment process has to has to get better and I think January and the summer, I've, I mentioned that last week Paul, I think it's so important. I don't think there's going to be a lot of money for Michael Beale in January, but I, I expect there to be more funds available in the summer because um, we all know January is a tough window to operate in um, but I'm sure he's got his eye on some players who can make the current Rangers team um, even better 
one of the clips that we played on Friday was Ange Postacoglu and he's always got something to say, hasn't he? Yes, this yes. is what he said uh, when he was asked, what, what does he feel about the changes at Rangers? Yeah, look, on, on the scale of things that have been on my mind over the last probably two weeks, I reckon that's registering um, below what I'm having for dinner tonight. Um, it just doesn't really come on my radar. I mean, what opposition clubs do and with their managers, uh, any opposition club is of no real interest unless we're playing them in the next game and then you kind of take more of a note then but beyond that no real interest um you know from my perspective uh geo uh, i thought was uh and he's a fantastic manager he's got a great record in holland he's got a actually a great record here in scotland too uh, you know if you look at his year he won a trophy got to the european final so i got no doubt he'll be successful wherever he goes again in terms of uh, me and like my thoughts on what other clubs do are zero interest i've got enough on my plate former Rangers captain, Rangers legend. Barry, what was your reaction when you heard that? Yeah, just yeah. laughs, it's a bit of tongue-in-cheek. Listen, I, I, I don't mind that. Um, I'm sure he has got more in his mind um, and that's by making sure that his, his Celtic team is going to come back firing um, in the 17th of December against Aberdeen. Um, and you see he's already busy. He's brought in two players, Paul, which doesn't surprise me. I think he's always... Um, Proactive, no, no doubt about it. Um, but listen, I'm sure he'll be expecting Rangers to come back stronger because, let's be honest, before that World Cup break, uh, the level of performance and certainly the results um, weren't good enough. Yeah, he's got the Canadian uh, Alistair Johnson coming in and the Japanese star Kobayashi. Yeah, good to get uh, Yuki in. Uh, he's one we've sort of uh, been working on for a while and cracked uh, him for a while. He's, you know, I've already said he's, you know, he's plays. As a left-sided centre-back, which um, is a pretty important position within the context of the way we want to play our football, um, having and having somebody who's left-footed there, it's you know they're, they're not easy to find in general. And um, he's already got a fair bit of experience, even at the age of 22. And I just thought it was a great opportunity for us. He was out of contract, and um, the fact that we could bring him in now, you know, get, let him get settled. I think you know he's one that you know, we, we'd be looking at. To, to make you know, more of an impact um, as the season goes on, not somebody who we're going to throw in straight away. But again, that depends on his progress. But um, yeah, really pleased to have him. I think he'll he'll, he'll be great for us, and, and um, yeah, I'm sure that um, he'll see this as a great opportunity for himself. Doing the business early, and it makes sense because Juranovic, as we see just now on the screens, he's in a well, he's maybe 15 minutes away. Could be from a World Cup quarter final. It's still one one. Um, in extra time Barry they are they're getting organised two people for every position yeah um, and there has been speculation for um, a number of months about Juranovic um, there's been a, a fair bit of interest in him whether the, the Canadian boy Johnson's to come in as a direct replacement you just need to wait and see um, but I think that's key if you want to have a successful team and you want to challenge to win trophies I do believe that you need competition for places Paul no, no doubt about that um, two players for every position is ideal and, that, and that's what he's obviously trying to trying to build at, at Celtic and I'm sure with Michael Beale coming in at, at Rangers he'll be wanting to do the same thing A message from a regular visitor uh, listener Joseph's on from the west end of Glasgow Thanks Barry you're making me feel very old when the footballers of your youth are complaining of a bad back after a jaunt in the car you know you're over the hill it was a seven hour jaunt remember <laughs> thank you and it's come has that been a football injury yeah, yeah I had, a, sure. I had a, um, the last couple of years of my career I had problems with a, my lower back um, which wasn't ideal and um, I suffer a couple of times a year it's just one of the ones Paul 
it's just old age listen I'm not getting any younger I'm 40, <laughs> nearly 45 oh, wow. so. <laughs> uh, so there you are Joseph I don't know if you're a Rangers or a Celtic fan maybe you're Partick Thistle in the trendy <laughs> West End who knows but it was in the service of the football club um, here's a question for you Barisic Juranovic the different club loyalties does that affect you in international oh, duty I think I know the answer Barry oh, listen yeah. man, I mean, with Scotland um, there, there was no um, issues yeah. whatsoever um, when you were Meeting up with, with Celtic players, or, or, listen, you're going to do one thing and that's represent your country, Paul, and make sure you, you do your best for them. So, like, no issues um, there. Listen, when you come up against each other, yeah. old firm games, listen, you want to win the war, no doubt about it. You'll do anything, scratch, bite, whatever it means to, to win a game <laughs> of, of football. But when you go on international, listen, there was never any... Um, I, I can only tell you from my side, yeah. I've I never seen any problems whatsoever. Barry is standing at the moment though Joseph so you know because yeah. the back can feel it you don't take pain relief do you? no you just go through no, the, no, the pain I don't, barrier yeah. see to be honest with you the reason why I don't took it, uh, take it sorry I should say is yeah. because I, I took far too much when I was when I was playing Paul mm-hmm. um, so I yeah. try and do suffer um, but genuinely listen it disappears after four or five days but what never helped me was the long journey in the car mm-hmm. um, up and down in the same day that, uh, doesn't really help when you're travelling down to Still. How's it going in the last 16? How many? 18 minutes gone, Barry? Japan won. Well, Russia I'm, I'm struggling to watch it because you yeah. keep asking me questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're paid to do. We're only on for the hour. You can join the conversation at Go Football Show. And Joseph's been on saying, Sorry, Barry, I didn't realise it was an old injury. Get the deep heat on. Yeah, you can yeah, come on listen, at Go Football that, that's Show. That's fair enough. I have yeah. got, I've, I've got the old. Um, uh, deep heat on. I thought it was a high karate I could yeah. smell. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> 0808 17 17 700 if you want to speak to Barry Ferguson who's with us and from next week we will be back to two hours just ahead of the the games all coming back can't wait for that coming back although the World Cup as we see Japan uh, coming forward they had a chance didn't they just before the interval there Croatia in that first quarter and then Japan came close just before that half time break yeah as as I said it's a a pretty even game and a a lot of people would have um, expected Croatia not to walk over the top of them but Croatia to win um, the game pretty comfortably but as I said Paul um, if you if you watch the, the Japanese players they're, they're very athletic but technically they're, they're really good um, so listen it's no surprise at this for me it looks to me if it's going to be uh, going to penalties As Barisic there comes forward that's a big boost for him isn't it because he's not had a vintage period for Rangers the last 12-18 months No no, he's not um, listen I, I, I do think going forward um, he's excellent but he, he just looked to me a player low in confidence yeah. Paul like a number of the, uh, the Rangers players but hopefully we are a new manager coming in, a new style of play. Um, that's when sometimes you, you see players get that, that extra boost. And look, there's no doubt Barisic has got real good qualities. Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney, more from you next. Very shortly, Chris will sort us out with that. I need to ask you something, Barry. World Cup, Messi. I see his shirt, his 1000th competitive game, went to Heartstar. Yeah, was it a, a kind of raffle thing? That, I think that, so, that, that, yeah. they, that they worked on. So, he got the 1,000 strip. You played against Messi. Did he get your strip that day? <laughs> no, but I've always said that, Paul. I wasn't yeah. big on no, um, no. swapping strips. Yeah. I just felt the strips that I wore, especially Ranger strips, meant more to me. Um, so, I kind of kept them and, and I would pass them down to the, to the boys and 
and give quite a few away to um, charity, charity, charity to, yep. to raise some funds. Um, so yeah, I, I was never big into and to swap my, my shirts. As Juranovic clears there for Croatia. I should have swapped Messi. I should have got Messi. You should have got that one. Because you listen, would have, I was yeah. more, listen, yeah. I, I says to you about Messi, I mean, phenomenal player, <sighs> but I was more in kind of, when I come up against Aye. Iniesta Iniesta. and Xavi, mm-hmm. um, they were the ones that yeah. kind of played my position and that was the ones that, um, if I was going to swap, I would have probably swapped it with them. The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.com Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel. This is Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson on Glasgow's own, Glasgow's new station. Go Radio, we're here with Macklin Motors. We're on till six tonight. It's still 1-1. It's tied there in Doha. 24 minutes gone. Japan won. Dyson Maeda scoring and Croatia equalising early in the second half through Perisic. They've made quite a number of changes. Maeda went off early in the second half. But Barisic is still on, so too is Juranovic. As Japan come forward, Barisic swinging from end to end. Yeah, as uh, as I said, Paul, it's yeah. been a, a, a very evenly matched game. Um, but there's a lot of tired legs now. Because, uh, you, you know, it's like, listen, the game's come round thick and fast. But it's not just physically, it's mentally with a lot of these players as well. And that's why you see the, the managers making a number of changes. And then you've obviously got the heat mm-hmm. to come into consideration. I know the... The stadiums are air-conditioned, um, but I would hazard a guess it's still um, pretty hot inside the stadiums. If we were in England, no doubt we'd be talking about it's coming home, <laughs> or would we? I really heard them last night and then this morning. I think in general the media have been fairly good, fairly controlled in England, but they're now talking about it. But they're up against France at the weekend. Yeah, but I don't see, I'll be honest with you, I don't see France posing them much many problems should I say Um, I know they've got Mbappe for me Mm -hmm. he's the number one player in the the world at this moment in time but I've watched France I think defensively they're suspect Um, look they've they've still got quality players but for me I I look at that England team last night and you look at the bench pole they're they're so strong Um, they've got so much quality and listen it it pains me to say it but I said last week to you yeah you did I, I think they've got a real good chance of Won in this tournament. Olivier Giroud might have another idea. He's overtaken well, Terry Henry, 51 goals. Yeah, I mean, I, I, again, I was listening last night to the the, the pundits say that he, I, I don't think he he gets enough credit. No, Giroud. Yeah, yeah Giroud. Yep. With the level he's played at, the amount of goals that he scored, and you just says there, he's took over. I know from he's, Terry Henry, yeah. who's at probably 51, he's now 52, one yeah, of the best goals. ever French players. He is, isn't he? He's on 52, uh, Giroud. Terry Henry 51 as we mentioned Griezmann 42 Platini 41 and Benzema on 37 he must be gutted to be missing this yeah I mean uh, again Ballon d'Or winner yep. for me thoroughly deserved I think again he's one of the players Paul who's just got better wage he's become a a phenomenal player again I played against him when he was a young player and you could, you could see he had everything in, in the locker as well um, so many attributes just look at the amount of goals he scored but you want to see the best players play in the World Cup and unfortunately for him he's, he's missed it through injury. He played against Benzema? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Phenomenal. Yep, when he was a young player at Lyon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could you, see you, then. You could, yeah, you mm-hmm. could definitely see there was major potential in there. And he, listen, he's been on to be again one of the best forwards over the last 10 or so years. And they'll be up against Hugo Lloris of course. So many, 142 appearances. <laughs> Isn't that it's Mental. frightening? Yeah. Mental. Um, Did you play against him? 
Yeah. You probably did. Yeah, I'll need to look back. I'm look not too back. sure. It's Barry Ferguson, Paul Cooney on the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. 27 minutes gone and it's still Japan 1, Croatia 1. And later tonight, Brazil against South Korea. Pele, it's been some life, it's been some career. I know he's getting end of life care now. Um, and what a man Pele has been. And Barry, you'd have heard about him as a young man. You know, it was way before your time, but... Mm-hmm. You know, your dad would yeah, have talked you, you about Pelly. Plenty. Yeah. You just need to go on YouTube and see how good a player Pelly was. I mean, he was one of the best players that's mm. ever lived, no, no doubt about it. Um, I'd have loved to have seen him live, but obviously, Paul, I'm not as old as you. No. Um, Nobody so is. I've never seen it. But <laughs> listen, he, he's 82 years of age. Um, just hopefully that he, he can get through it and he, he, he's okay. We're going to look at some of the games for next week, not in detail, but just to remind you of where the clubs are as we go back into football. Uh, here in Scotland but before that let's hear from uh, about Celtic's new signing Alistair Johnson the Canadian fullback he really impressed especially in the first half last week let's hear from the new signing you know when, when a club like Celtic comes calling it's it'll turn any footballer's head especially for myself you know growing up in a British household Celtic was one of the clubs that you know is near and dear to our hearts and um, for me it's one of the biggest clubs in the world just to to hear that this was a team that this was a club that was interested in me but to see the project that uh, the coaching staff had and you know the progress this team this club continues to make it was really exciting and, and for me when I yeah I heard that there was potentially some interest there I, I told my agents hey look get this one over the line this is where I want to go so no I'm just buzzing to, to finally have this done um, and just really excited to get over there and get started He'll know all about it in January the 2nd if he's playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he won't ever have sampled anything like um, an old firm game, Paul. But again, listen, he's another player because we knew before the World Cup started that there was interest um, from Celtic. And obviously you want to watch the games and see how or what type of player he is. And, and he's certainly impressed. So, listen, Celtic have obviously got a real good track record since Poster Coglu has come in, Paul. You just need to look at his recruitment process. It has been uh, top class. That there's, there's no denying that. And... Um, as you said, what was it, £3 million? Um, he looks to, to me that he's, he's got a very good right back there. Ange Postacoglu has set the bar, hasn't he? For Michael Beale or anybody else in Scotland, OK, there's the big two, they've got different budgets, but they've set the bar. And it reminds me of when Martin O'Neill came in and he said Rangers had set the bar and that's what they have to attain. And they did it in their first year. And I guess for Michael Beale, that's the challenge, isn't it? Trying to rise to the standard set so far by Ange Postacoglu. Yeah, when he, he says that, that he, his first um, marker is they need to win 56. Um, and what they need to do there is they need to first and foremost start playing better. Um, and also, I do believe that Rangers do need a, a bit of strengthening. And no, just in the squad, Paul, in the starting 11. Um, so... It'll be an interesting January window and certainly it'll be an interesting uh, summer window for, for Michael Beale because he knows that across the road that, that Celtic are, are, are flying high at this moment in time. They've got real good players but again, so have Rangers. They've got good players um, but as I said, I do think there needs to be a bit of investment um, put into the certainly the team. You know your club inside out. Is there going to be the right kind of investment, whatever that is, in January? Well, well, they've mentioned there's not going to be a lot of money available in January, so there, there might be a, need to be a bit of ducking and diving. Loan, and, loan deals. Yeah, yeah, there might be. Um, but certainly come the summer, Paul, I honestly believe that there will be funds made available for, for uh, Michael Beale to go and strengthen because there's 10 or so players 
out of contract very unlikely that the 10 players are going to be staying um, loan players will be going back so um, as I said Michael Beale knows that he, he needs to go and, and bring a number of players in and I firmly believe that Rangers will, will try and back him as much as possible and a key loan could make the difference a couple of key loans could, yeah I, could... I don't think he'll bring players in just for the sake of bringing players in Paul no. Players will come in only if he believes that they're going to improve the, the, the starting 11. Um, it's not just about bringing numbers in. Mm-hmm. They need to bring quality in and they need to bring in players who are going to get straight into that starting 11. What's happening, Barry, in the World Cup? What's the latest? It's going to... It's going to penalties. It's going to penalties. Yeah, going to yeah. penalties. See, take, again, yeah. you're, yeah. you're no, asking that's good. That's much. good. Kyogo will be sitting going, oh, if only I was there. Of course, mm-hmm. he's not. Maeda's gone off, so well, penalties. Again, we... we Kyogo and, and um, Hitachi, Hitachi yeah. um, when they never get into the Japanese mm. squad that I'm looking at I think that must be a, a decent team and to be honest we, watching them you can see why um, they, they never made uh, the final cut but I, I still think two of them have, um, have come over here and, and certainly impressed me the, the one that's impressed me most out of the two of them is Hitachi Hitachi yep. yeah he's, he's grew on mm. us um, Great energy about him, good, good range of passing. Um, a friend of mine, Mark, at the weekend, were, uh, he was driving in the car and he said he thinks Hatati is Celtic's best player at the moment. Of all the signings, Hatati, and he uh, is always at the games, goes to yeah, every and game. Do you know what surprised yeah. me? I think it was Posta Coglu had said that he's only been a professional player for a couple of years. Mm. He came out of university football yeah. or something like that. Look, correct me if, if I'm wrong no, there. Yeah. But, um, no, he's, he certainly... He's grew into the, the role in the, the, the centre of the park for, for Celtic. And as I said, with them not getting into the Japanese squad, I said to myself, they must have some players, but they have they have got a real strong squad, yeah, Japan. And the energy they've got, you see it yeah, as well. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. they've just got a real desire mm-hmm. about them, the, the Japanese. You can see that they're very workmanlike, but with that, Paul, they've got real quality as well. Taking penalties wasn't your favourite thing, was it, Barry? I'm not going to go over all that again. Yeah, it was yeah. It up until I missed two penalties, Paul. Okay, yeah. but we're not going to go over that again. Yeah. We'll keep you right up to date. Penalties coming in a moment or two. You bring that up quite a bit. Didn't no, you? it's penalties in the World Cup. You scored. You scored most of them. Just that one day, you, you missed two, didn't you, against Dundee? Yep. Yep. In the same game, and then uh, I never took another penalty until the. Um, UEFA Cup semi-final against Fiorentina and I missed that one but you got to the final and you led Rangers to the (laughs) final in Manchester in 2008 the most important thing is the players get through into the the final exactly back to Rangers I want your thoughts on Michael Beale this is what he said just before the weekend about his first week and his first days at Ibrox and up at the training ground lot of honesty you know that, that we spoke together as a group and we've I've spoke to a lot of the players individually on the training pitch they've been fantastic it's like I've never been away in terms of a coach working with them I know previously I was uh, the first team coach working with them coming back as the manager it's slightly different but on the training pitch we, we fit together again very well there's a few new faces that I'm excited to work with and some good players in that as well so the first three days couldn't have gone any better for me personally. And he was asked about the title challenge. Can it still be on this year? I think the first thing to do is for us to get the identity on the pitch where we want it, the energy on the pitch, the right players on the pitch and start moving forward and winning football games. This Christmas period will have a big part in whether we can do that or not. The most important thing now is to win the next game, which is always the job here as a manager at Rangers. Win the next game, see where it takes us. 
I think the goalposts will move. If we keep winning games, then obviously something will happen. This time last year, uh, not too late after this, I believe there was a seven-point gap in our favour. So it can be turned around, but the most important thing right now is not to talk too big, it's to win the next game. Don't talk too big. That's what you said earlier on, Barry. It's what you do. Yeah, but listen, I, again, I'll say it. He's, he's saying all the, the, the right things. You can, you can never say it's over, Paul. Look, nine, nine points is a tough ask. Um, but listen, one thing I hope, I, I probably know that Michael Beale's thinking is if they're going to go down, they need to go down fighting, um, losing, the, losing the title. So you just never know in football, Paul. You've got to concentrate first and foremost on yourself. And that's making sure that you win games of football. And then, yeah, as you've seen this season, Celtic have slipped up mm -hmm. at St Myrne it is possible but you need to focus on number one and that is making sure that you get the three points um, whoever you're playing against and see what happens um, across the road after that game happens The penalties are about to start and it's Japan with the first they've opted for the oh, first, first and it's been a poor it's one a poor penalty Yep he did that shuffle and played it straight virtually at the keeper just to the left of the keeper and he has saved it so Croatia are one up He's at 33 to 1. This is outsider, Barry, but I see the bookies have got Giovanni Van Bronckhurst on the list of potential QPR managers. Would you see your old teammate coming back to the championship to take over from Michael Beale? Um, I, I think maybe a bit, a bit too soon. Look, I, I think what's happened at Rangers is, is probably hurting them at this moment in time. The best thing for Gio probably is just to take a break with his family, mm -hmm. enjoy Christmas, and then when the new year comes, um, see what what jobs are, are going to become uh, available. Um, listen, I, I felt for Gio. Listen, I'm not just saying it because he's a, an ex-teammate. I just think more of the the good times that he brought. Mm -hmm. Fantastic run to the, the Europa League final last year, bringing the Scottish Cup back. Um, but just sadly, in the end, just the performance levels uh, weren't up to scratch. Um, I think the Champions League dented their, their confidence. Mm -hmm. um, look, you're coming up against quality teams, Paul, and it's a big ass to, to get results against your Liverpools and, and Napoli. But listen, you've got to go out with a bit of credit. And I just felt Rangers didn't in, in any of the, the Champions League games. And then that kind of carried on into the domestic league games. Some poor results yeah. dropping two points against Livingston, three against St. Johnson. And then just before the, the World Cup break, two against St. Mernon. Sadly, that was the end for them. Poor start for Japan to the penalties. They've missed their first two. Croatia have scored their only one so far as they come for their second. So it's the fourth penalty. Croatia, one up. So it's Croatia here to make it two up in penalties. Comes forward, strikes it, scores. He was brave, wasn't he? Straight down the middle. Yeah, it was a confident confident penalty. Um, but the two Japanese penalties, Paul, let's be honest, have been really mm. poor. Easy saves for the goalkeeper. You had no real power in it, wasn't there? I mean, mm. if, you, if you're just going to, you, you may as well blast it. It's the easiest thing to watch it in television. The pressure, the weight yeah, of expectation listen. of the Japanese nation, but it's, at yeah, the moment, a, this is a crucial. Lot of pressure. Listen, yep. they've got to stand up. And fair play to the ones who are, yeah, take it. put their hand up and mm. say, listen, I'll go and I'll, I'll have a, a go. But the two Japanese penalties have been poor. This is a third one just coming up. Match commentator Barry Ferguson. No, no, that'll be extra fee. Here we go. Number 18 comes up, does that shuffle, shoots, yeah, scores. So 2-1 to Croatia. Their third one coming up. That's a good one, wasn't it, from Asano? Yep. yep. That was a confident penalty. As I said, the two before that, beforehand were poor, but that was a, a well-taken penalty, that one. 
wonder if Juranovic will take one and if Barisic might take them for Croatia. We're just seeing a rerun there. Go Radio Football Show, Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson. And it's not Juranovic and it's uh, not Barisic. Juranovic, the Celtic penalty taker? Uh, yeah, he is. Yep. So, because yeah, yeah, it's not Yeah, don't let him take any more. He missed the last one against Livingston. Here we go. Oh, he stepped up. Oh, and he's missed. The far too casual there. The Croatian, what yeah. two steps mm. chips it off the post. So, 2 1 to Croatia. And you Japan need to make this. sure this hits yep. the back of the net. This next penalty, yeah, keep me right here, Barry. <laughs> As we see Modric close up, he's gone off, of course, although he played well into extra time what a crucial penalty is this is coming up so 2-1 to Croatia it's the Japanese fourth penalty kick number 12 coming forward Chris has got the teams there here he comes shoots and it was a terrible one so Japan have missed three of their four penalties and the next one Barry well that would be it wouldn't it that would be 3-1 you just need to put this one um, get your head down pick a an area and blast it into that area. That's a, that's another poor penalty for me. There's similar penalties yes, in the Japanese it's ones. It's an easy yeah. save for the goalkeeper. Right, who's coming forward then? No, it's, it's not. Um... You're desperate for the Yanovic. <laughs> well, to we, take a we penalty, want it. Or, yeah, or Barisic. Mm. Yeah, we want one of the quote Scots. Here we go. It's number 15. Takes his time. He's on the 18 yard line, comes forward. Six steps, shoots, scores. Yeah. Croatia in the quarter final yep there they are they all come on the pitch Croatia are through to the quarter finals we're back in a moment the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors representing some of the biggest motoring manufacturers across Scotland let's go there's one of the pictures for the Scottish papers tomorrow Barry we see the Barisic there celebrating Croatia through and there's a great shot there of Dyson Maeda obviously upset that Japan are out but uh, Josep Juranovic comforting his teammate yeah listen you'd expect that because yeah. as you just mentioned there they've been teammates for a, a while now but I think deep down Juranovic will be absolute buzzing when he's into the, the, the quarter finals um, but listen I, I thought it was a pretty even game Paul I just thought that the penalties at the end from Japan were are really disappointing. Um, but listen, Japan have got a um, a lot to be proud of. I think they've performed really well and I think they've surprised a lot of people as well. We'll get a message over to him from the temperatures of what, 28, 29, 30 degrees of Doha. He'll be in Aberdeen uh, a week on Saturday. Aberdeen against Celtic. We can't wait to get back to the action, can we? Rangers on Thursday night, week on Thursday mm-hmm. against Hebs. Aberdeen Celtic on the Saturday. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, Paul. Especially looking for the, the Rangers side, obviously, with the change of the manager coming in and, and listening to Michael Beale doing his interviews. Um, I'm really looking forward to, first and foremost, the domestic stuff starting back up, but to see what Rangers are going to bring to the party um, next Thursday against Hibs. Um, live on Sky, it's going to be a full house. The place will be absolute jumping. Um, so yeah I'm looking forward to it and then there's some tasty games as well and, yeah. and Saturday you just mentioned there Celtic travelling up to to Petodre. Um so yep looking forward to next week coming other games on the Saturday Hearts against Kilmarnock what about Hearts in Almeria in Spain I see they had to abandon the match big fight <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen that I mean they, they played the, the first game a bad defeat at Blackburn yeah. but I think Blackburn are a bit ahead of them in terms of fitness but I, I think listen Robbie done the right thing after that big stramash on yeah. the, the pitch, that's the last thing you need. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of boxing. Yep. Um, instead of playing football, 
Uh, but listen, that a bit of winter sun, making sure that they're getting their levels of fitness back up. And, and I just, I'm looking forward to it. I've missed it. I just find it strange, Paul. Mm. Sitting here watching a World Cup um, in November, now December. It's, um, it's weird. Me, yeah. It? It's it, taken away from it, hasn't it? I don't like it. No. To be quite honest with you, it should be the summer. That's what we've been brought up. Um, but listen, we have to deal with it. But thankfully, our, our um, football starts back up next Thursday. Let me throw a few of the names in the Premiership at you then. Kilmarnock, Derek McInnes, he realises this is the business end of the season for him coming. What do you make of it so far for Kelly? I, I just think in terms of Derek and his Kilmarnock team, after getting promoted, I think their main aim was just to make sure that they, they consolidate and stay in the, the Premier League. And then I think you'll see a better Kilmarnock this the season after this. Um, where he, he can go and put his real his real own mark on his on his command look team. I think they'll be safe this year. Yeah. I don't think um, they'll be in any any trouble. Yeah, Derek's a, an experienced guy. He knows how to set a team up. So I, I think command will be fine. To come tenth would be everything, wouldn't it? No playoff or whatever. Just stay in the Premiership for. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that would be, would have been his aim mm -hmm. at the start yeah. of the season. And I think uh, the just, fans would agree, wouldn't they? Yeah, just to make sure yeah. they stay in the league this yeah. year, and then they can kick on the following season. Here's two of our teams banging the west of Scotland here: Motherwell against St Mirren. Two different propositions, aren't they? Early in the season, you thought, "Oh, Stephen Robinson could he be in trouble at St Mirren?" But my goodness, he's had a great first four months. Yeah, he has. It's certainly that home record. Yeah. Home record's been, been brilliant. Um, away has been a bit iffy. Uh, but listen, they've been a surprise package. I thought they would have struggled this year. But I've got to say, watching them, um, really well organised, well drilled, well coached. Um, again, they're, they're, uh, they'll have aspirations to making sure they stay in the top six. And they don't fear anyone, do they, at home? They enjoyed it against Celtic. They enjoyed it against Rangers just yeah, before the break. Yeah, they probably deserve to, to um, get the victory against Celtic. And... I thought against Rangers, uh, they competed really well and, and they thoroughly deserved their, their, their point. So what about Motherwell then? You and I were on air the day before the season started. Manager had gone, Graham Alexander, and the new boss in town a few days later, Stephen Hamill. Um, what do you feel about Motherwell? I know they, they need to start getting the points that they probably yeah, deserve. But, but yeah. I, I think they'll be fine again. I think Stephen Hamill, I'm sure he'll be given time um, by the board that Motherwell... I'm sure the the, the Motherwell fans are right behind him um, because obviously he was a successful Motherwell player. But again, I look at Motherwell and and they've got some decent players. And, and again, I don't think they'll have any threat in relegation. Seems a really good guy, Stephen Hamill. He was, and he was yeah. a good player. Mm -hmm. Stephen Hamill, stylish, very, very yep. consistent um, at left back. Had a spell away and down at South End for I think it was a season or so. Um, but listen, played a. A number of games for for Muddle and um, he was one of their um, top players. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought every time I come up against him, um, lovely left peg. Livingston against Dundee United. What do you think? So Livy, they'll be fine, won't they? I guess yep, for I, David, it's top six he's looking for. Yeah, again, the, at the start of the season, if you, if you ask quite a number of people, they'd probably say, "Well, Livingston could struggle this year," but they, they keep pulling out results and again they've got a certain way of playing you can tell they're well coached it looks to me if there's a real togetherness about that Livingston um, team again knowing any danger but in terms of, of, of Dundee United I, I think Dundee United is going to have a long hard season really despite yep. the fact when you look at the squad you do think that's a decent team Yep, should be it, it should be but 
I, I do. I just don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I think Dun United will going to be in the danger zone. Whatever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They'll need to start picking up results quickly. Ross County against St Johnson. Ross County couldn't buy a win at the beginning, but got a bit better, didn't they? In October, just in towards the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then, first of all, what do you think about Ross County? Um, well, well, they lost a lot of players. Yeah. Charles Regan Cook was mm-hmm. was a top performer. The amount of goals mm-hmm. he scored last year that, that was a big miss for them. But uh, again, they, they struggled, and then you're thinking this is going to be a long hard season. Then Malky pulls out some decent results. Listen, Malky's a a top manager. Listen, he's managed at the highest level, Paul. Yeah. Um, but then again, similar to he done United, they'll they'll need to start getting wins. Um, St. Johnson. For me, delighted with, with with Callum after the tough season he had mm-hmm. last year with the, the season before that winning the cup double. Um, it was touch and go that he would stay, wasn't it? Early in the season. Yeah, but I'm glad that the, the yeah. board stuck behind him. Um, and you can see this year, he's brought in a few players. I think Nicky Clark's made a big difference to him. What up top, yep, he's been a great signing. Struggled to get a game time at Dun United, but um, he's proved a right good signing for St. Johnston and, and they've picked up some some um, great results over the last couple of months. Who's going to come third? We've always talked about Hearts. I think you think they probably will. Aberdeen, what do you think for them? I think their away form's the the, the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, at home, they're, they're, they're pretty strong. I, I'm sure that it'll be between Hearts and Aberdeen for me who finish third, but I'm going to go with Hearts because I, I think guys like Halkett and and other players will come back in. I'm sure Robbie will go and strengthen as well in, in January. So I says at the start of the season, Hearts were, were um, third place for me and I'm going to stick with that. No chance of Hibs. Started well, didn't no. they? But um, they've had a really poor run. Yeah, they're just so up and down. Uh, Martin Boyle out for the rest of the season as well. Um, I know Kevin Nisbet, I've seen that. He's back training and he could be back. But you can't expect too much for Kevin Nisbet because he's... He's been out with a cruciate ligament injury. Um, so, no, I, I don't think Hibs will, will touch Aberdeen or Hearts. And who's going to win it? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I asked you last week, Celtic and pole position, well, do you know what? it's in their hands. Yeah, as in it's a, it's a big ass for, for yeah. Rangers. But listen, I've, I've been in the game a long time mm. to know that there's some crazy things happening in football, yeah. but... Yeah, I see Rangers clawing back the nine points only if Celtic hit a series brick wall. But Rangers have to start well. What about the game a week on Thursday? The game against well, Hibs? Win that. I, I want to see a bit of style as well. I'm sure Michael Beale will want that as well. He says that he wants a, a real attack-minded team. That's what the Rangers fans expect. Um, Rangers taking the game to teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really expansive, full-backs high and wide. Numbers getting into the box, midfield dominating the, the, the game. So I'm, um, I'm looking forward to, to next Thursday night to see how Michael Beale sets his team up and how Rangers go about the job. And the Rangers fans will hope, obviously, for the points, but also to enjoy the football because the Celtic fans, top of the table, nine points clear, and they enjoy it under Ange Postacoglu and his style of play. Yeah, he's got, he's got listen, very attack minded brand of football. And I'll be honest with you, Paul, watching it. Um, that's good to watch high energy the press high up the pitch um, they know their roles and responsibilities in the team um, so as I said Rangers have got a tough job to try and claw that nine points back but looking ahead to next Thursday um, I'm looking forward to seeing what kind of shape and what style of play uh, Rangers are going to bring to the game Final words is from Alistair Johnson Celtic's new signing the Canadian fullback he's speaking about the manager 
I think for every single footballer, again, you want it to be the perfect fit and you want to go somewhere where not only that you, you feel like you're a part of something, um, you feel like you wanted, but at the same time, it's a good sporting fit as well. And based on what he said, he's looking to do with this squad for this club, you know, in the next couple of years, it felt like a perfect fit. You know, he's looking for, for young driven players who, who want to take that next step and compete you know, at the highest level, compete in the top stages of Europe. And for me, that was something that just kind of called out to me and it felt right. Well, we heard Ange Postacoglu saying earlier, Barry, he's not really thinking about what's happened at Rangers, not even as much as his dinner. What are you having tonight? What's the Monday evening menu? I don't know. I, I, no, no, I'll, I'll get a surprise yeah. when I go in. But listen, that's the same everywhere. You've got to concentrate on number one, Paul. What your club is and how your team go about their, their, their business, um, and, and that's what he's doing now. He's brought in two players. Uh, don't be surprised if there's another one or two players come in through the door at, at Celtic. And um, and then in terms of Rangers, they need to roll their sleeves up, get the hard work done on the training part, and get back to winning ways and start performing better. Barisic and Juranovic are through. Croatia winning 3-1 in penalties. Maeda scored for Japan. Barisic, Barisic equalised. So, Croatia are through. Who's going through tonight, Barry? Final word, Brazil or South Korea? Yeah, Brazil for me. It's got to be. Thanks, Barry. Mark Guidi's here tomorrow night. We'll oh, see you it? soon. Yep. <laughs> Coming up next after the news, it's going to be Jokal Day. The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Buy your next car completely online at macklinmotors.com. Let's go! There's a new name for Toyota in Lanarkshire. From one of the UK's biggest names in motor retail. Macklin Motors Toyota is now open in Hamilton. We're bringing you everything Toyota backed by first class service. So come and view the stunning new Toyota range, all with up to 10 years warranty. Including the Igo Cross and the new Yaris Cross compact SUV. See our great choice of approved used Toyotas. Our formidable range of commercial vehicles, including the Hilux. Get expert servicing from our manufacturer trained technicians. And specialist advice from our Motability team. Macklin Motors Toyota is open now at Whistleberry Road, Hamilton.